you are supposed to evolve over time. You know what I mean? Like I look at Howard Stern, for instance, who I first started listening to Stern in 93. And back Holy then, shit. Was, you got in early. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was the toilet humor. And I followed him to, to I was like eight <laughs> and all of his things with the, um, you know, the FCC and the censorship. And, you know, he used to be on the radios, the rock radio station I listened to in Dallas and I listened to him in the mornings. And then when he was leaving for satellite, I got my subscription and, and I followed him over there. But if you listen to him now, back then, you know, the blackface shit and the whole like shucking and jiving and whatever toilet humor, it was the eighties. But to listen to him now, you can see the growth. And so when people are like, oh, well, this guy. And it's like, you're missing the point. Yeah. When you know better, you do definitely, better. Well, it's not even that. Well, yeah, that too. But like, he's changed a lot. He's he's, no, he's changed a lot. And he no has done some the of the see. best interviews ever, particularly with his musical guests. And Donovan, who's been around since, what, the 60s? Like, I never would have thought I would have been interested in an interview with someone that I didn't listen to his music. But the Donovan interview was great. He did an interview with Jimmy Iovine, which was how I found out that he kept Stevie Nicks in his basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we've, we've he gone was off having an affair with her and he was trying to, she was trying to, I guess, kind of oh, break away what? from Stevie Nicks and go solo. And he was also repping yeah. um, Tom Petty. And so Tom Petty's album was supposed to come out. And he didn't want Tom Petty to know that he was fucking around with Stevie because he didn't want Petty to think that he wasn't putting attention into him. And so he was like, don't say anything. <laughs> don't come out of the face. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. One, two, three, four. Uh, well, you know, they, they're in lockstep with each other red states are yeah i mean they do copy off like they they use each other as like a testing ground for these fucked up absurd laws like one will go first and like if it gets through then they'll all copy that and if that one doesn't get through then the next state in line try some other novel shit and then if that one gets through then they all and it's just a fucking endless cycle and the only way to get past this is for like uh, I, I guess a Democrat to be president for like the next 20 years so we can fill the Supreme Court with motherfuckers who will undo this this fuck show. Yeah. But I mean, I do think this is still somewhat connected to the insurrection. It's still just part of the. The attempt like, to undermine to the do rule this, of law. Yeah. And have like this iron grip on just control over people who oppose them. Yeah, what happened to yeah. small government, Carol? Where'd that go? Uh, that's a that's a that's a fiction. <laughs> Are you trying to say yeah, these I people lied that. about everything that they said they stood for? <laughs> surprise, surprise! And I think that brings yes. us to Fox News. Fun times, yeah. Uh, listeners out there, in case you didn't know, Fox News is currently in the middle of a defamation trial with, uh, I believe, is it Dominion Voting Systems. Um, Dominion is, is, is suing them for a metric fuck ton of money and they're about to fuck up Fox News. Carol, are you aware of what the standard is for defamation to be successful in, um, a suit against a media outlet? Um, yeah. So for like a public entity, it's the standard is going to be actual malice. So you have to 
we'll define know what actual- you're saying. Oh. Matt, well, first you have to know the first element is you know what you're saying. Is You know it's, well, that it's not true. <laughs> That's a very important, that it's defamatory or harmful. And or- actual malice would mean you know that it's false and you are saying it with the intention of causing harm to that person in some way. Or with reckless disregard. Reckless for disregard for whether it's true. I don't think that's part of actual malice. Well, I just looked up the definition just, just to make sure. <laughs> that's a different standard, reckless no. disregard. Okay, no. whatever. Maybe not for defamation. Yeah, it's it. Okay, it says here. Uh, actual malice, which is neither malice nor actual, means that the defendant said the defamatory statement, quote, Are you mal- looking at federal? Um, fa- yeah, fairly certain. Yeah. Okay. With knowledge that it was false or with reckless disregard of whether it was false or not. Um, and we could like, I could probably spend a whole entire hour just talking about how fucked up Fox News is and what a... Uh, a shit show it is and how they know they're like spreading lies and propaganda and bullshit. Uh, but like, I feel like everyone who's listening to this podcast knows that already. So that's no fun. <laughs> it's just, it's just punching down at this point. But what I will do, because this will be more entertaining. Well, let's, let's just, let's just read off some, some notes from our fan favorite, Tucker Carlson. I mean, fucker charlatan. I mean, cucker charlatan, uh, whatever his fucking name is. Um, that he was sending in real time um, as, as these things were going on in 2020 and afterwards should be some, some fun little tidbits in here. So on November 5th, after the election, Tucker Carlson wrote to his producer about the Fox news decision desk that had been calling key races for president Biden. And he said, we quote, worked really hard to build what we have. Those fuckers are destroying our credibility it enrages me. He was talking about the pieces of shit. They were lying about how, how Biden actually lost and stole the election. Quote, what Trump's good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion of that. He could easily destroy us if we play it wrong. On November 7th, as the presidential election was being called for Biden, Carlson expressed to a producer his dismay at how the network was presenting the news. Quote, do the executives understand how much credibility and trust we've lost with our audience? We're playing with fire for real. An alternative like Newsmax could be devastating to us. Uh, and, and the implication there is like, because Fox called Arizona early for Biden, they're like, Oh, we might basically get primaried by a farther right news outlet. Cause they were, they were worried about their fucking bottom line. Um, that same day, uh, Fox anchor, Maria Bartiromo began airing Powell, Sidney Powell's deranged theories about Dominion. Quote, the software shit is absurd. Carlson wrote at the time in the text. Quote, half our viewers have seen the Maria clip. Uh, yep, she's batshit fucking insane and Carlson knew it and they aired the dumb shit anyway. On November 12th, though, Fox reporter Jackie Henrich sent out a tweet fact-checking the lies. Trump and some of the Fox News hosts were spreading about Dominion. And Carlson texted Sean Hannity saying, quote, please get her fired. Seriously. What the fuck? I'm actually shocked. He needs to stop immediately. Like tonight. It's measurably hurting the company. The stock price is down. Not a joke. Yep. So they're firing. They're 
Tucker Carlson <laughs> is trying to have people who are telling the truth fired from the network. Great job, you Ooh. fucking genius. Way to document all of this in real time. He went, he then went on to tell Hannity that he went crazy on the executive about Henrik the next, about Henrik and she deleted the text the next day. Great times. Uh, on November 13th, 2020, Carlson wrote that he wanted Trump to concede and that their quotes wasn't enough fraud to change the outcome. Around November 16th, Tucker Carlson told a producer that quote, Sidney Powell is lying. Fucking bitch. He also described Powell as quote, an unguided missile and quote, dangerous as hell, calling her a quote, crazy person. He then called her a lunatic the next day. <laughs> uh, yeah, understatement there, buddy. I, I share that same sentiment. I'm, I'm glad you're on the same page as the rest Every, of fucking Everything humanity. he said is like literally the 81 million of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're all saying the same thing. All right. On November 18th, Mr. Carlson and, and by Mr. Uh, well, I'm, and I use the term Mr. Lutley, Mr. Loosely, Mr. Uh, Lutley, no, Mr. Lutley. I don't know who the fuck Mr. that guy Lutley. is. Mr. Lutley. Mr. Lutley. Carlson Lutley. told Laura Ingram that quote, Sidney Powell is lying. By the way, I caught her. It's insane. Then in reference to Powell and Giuliani claims of election fraud, he said, quote, it's unbelievably offensive to me. Our viewers are good people and they believe it. Well, I, he lied there. I mean, clearly your viewers are fucking dumbass dipshits. Like they're watching your fucking show. So, you know, they're not good people. He also responded that with quote, yep, it's bad. When he was told that Powell's fraud claims could undermine voters views of Biden's legitimacy. You don't say you don't say on November 21st, 2020. Tucker Carlson sent a text message saying it was, quote, shockingly reckless, reckless to accuse Dominion of fraud without some proof, to which he said, there isn't any. The next oh. day, <laughs> just the lies are so insane. And they just keep coming. On November 22nd, the very next day, Carlson told Laura Ingram uh, that Sidney Powell was, quote, a nut, as you said at the outset. It totally wrecked my weekend. Wow. I had to it wrecked your weekend. That time when we were all having panic attacks, like <laughs> constantly wondering if, if we were gonna make it to Biden's inauguration without some sort of mass violence and like handmaid's tailing <laughs> inciting incident. And mm. but it ruined Tucker Carlson's weekend that one time before he continued going along with it. That's the very oh, worst that money. time at Hitler camp. Yep, poor guy. <laughs> Carlson went on, wow, I had to try and make the White House disavow her, which they obviously should have done long before. And this was the same day that Trump publicly said that Powell did not represent the president or his campaign. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that so, had some, some juiciness. Yeah, it seems tea. like they were communicating in real time about this situation. Because <laughs> I remember when Trump said that. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> He's like Pal's a crazy who bitch, that? basically. Yeah, who that? Yeah, who who is this? Who is? Yeah, new phone. Um, of the silence from serious lawyers in Trump's orbit failing to disown what Powell and Giuliani were doing, Carlson said, quote, they said nothing in public. Pretty disgusting. Around the same time, Carlson texted a producer saying, quote, we won the, ba the battle with Sidney Powell. Thank God. 
Unfortunately for Tucker Carlson, Trump will later seek to appoint Sidney Powell as special fucking counsel to investigate <laughs> the non-existent fraud that they all knew were lies and to seize the fucking voting machines. In another text, Tucker Carlson said that, quote, I've got a high tolerance for crazy, but that power was too much. Oh, my God. On November 23rd, Carl said that Sidney Powell was, quote, poison. That girl is poison. Well, I think that 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 was actually a serenading song. Yeah, yeah. I think he's saying the song. She fits into that because they were talking like that bitch is bad. He hit the note and everything. Bad isn't good. They knew it, but Sidney Powell is. Oh, yes. On January sixth, twenty twenty one, after the erection, the erection. (laughs) I gotta stop doing that. After the erection. Okay, guys, I'm I'm gonna share a little secret with you. Just just keep it between. No, just just keep it between us. Like you, like me, the co-host, and you, the audience. Like I've clearly been <laughs> stumbling over the word insurrection and saying erection here. If you haven't figured it out, I, your boy needs to get laid. All right. Anyway, on January 6, 2021, after the insurrection attempt. Car- <laughs> so you have an insurrection erection? Is that I, like a no? I don't. No, I don't get it up over your. Erection. That's why you wanted us to do the show. <laughs> <Yeah. Ew. laughs> On January sixth, twenty twenty one, after the insurrection attempt, Carlson texted a producer that Trump was quote a demonic force, a destroyer, but he's not going to destroy us. That's okay. Dominion's going to get to that shortly because after all of this on January 26th, Carlson had pillow man Mike Lindell on his talk show on a show to talk about the quote new machine election fraud and to claim that Dominion quote hired hit groups of bots and trolls to have him canceled. Mike Lindell (laughs) then discussed how he found quote the machine fraud and had quote all the evidence about dominion without any pushback from tucker carlson you don't say tucker carlson who knew all these claims were fucking bullshit after all of this after a fucking coup was like you know who i want to have on my show mike fucking lindell yep talk about the same shit that you knew was a lie yep and then carlson finished with Quote, Mike Lindell, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Thank you very much. Carlson concluded, God bless you. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And, and fun fact, kids, that was just Tucker Carlson's text messages. There's more. It's, it's not only do we have a pillow guy, but it's like the sham wild guy. It's like, but wait, there's more. But we'll get to that after the suit concludes. So, yeah, just, just all that to let you know. Um, that whatever the standard you think actual malice is, like dominions prove that and then some. You know, I'm just going to give, if there are any Republicans listening to the pod, hate listening, love listening, whatever. <laughs> or they hate listening. Like, start using carrier pigeon. Y'all shouldn't text. <laughs> you shouldn't email. Hey, t- no, Ty, don't tell them inability how to, get away to the shut the fuck up. No, no. Hey, Republicans, if you're listening, text everything. Write everything down. It's the safest way. Um, Democrats, if you're listening, you know, don't do not do that. No. Um, 
walkie talkies might no don't use those um yeah pretend like this isn't the wire and it's actually okay to take notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy i guess call over whatsapp (laughs) whatsapp is end-to-end encryption no Um, write it down take a picture no don't do that either there's just you Republican. No, nah, writing it down oh, yes. is like email for me because I, I refuse to throw away paper. I do everything longhand. <laughs> so even when I write an article and even after it's published, I still won't throw the handwritten article away. Fucking I insane, I I'll send your articles. You you must have like a mountain of paper somewhere. Just I like have an episode of Hoarders. paper. You don't even want to see my dining room table. And I can only write on yellow legal pads. Oh, my God. So, so you have but OCD. it has to be a certain type of legal pad um, that has a certain special um, space texture of paper. Oh, you need a special texture. Walmart. Legal pad. OK, so Walmart, they used to have them at the dollar store for like 50 cents, which this is, is a weird cheap. rabbit hole we're going down. But Walmart used to have them. But then they switched to these yellow legal pads. But the paper is flimsy. Li- literally. You go to write and it tears or it the the pin doesn't move smoothly on it on right. the paper. Ooh. So and That's then they just bullshit. stopped selling them all together. They no longer have legal pads, yellow legal pads at the dollar store or at Walmart at all in any form. And it's been like two years. Hey, you know, it's funny you say that because now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen the yellow legal pad at the Dollar General for like a minute, a high minute. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like... Must be another supply fucking, chain issue. Like, it's caught overseas with, like, the fucking, um, I don't know, execution. They're super vehicles. expensive on Amazon. And then at um, FedEx Kinko's, they have them. So I'll go there, and I love the paper, but it's, like, $5 for two pads. But they have yellow legal notepads that are 11 by 8 not eight by 11. So it's landscape. Okay. <laughs> it's the weirdest That's shit. Weird. I've never seen anything so, like that. So crazy, a- but the paper is so good. My pin, but I can only use cheap pins. Like yeah. I don't like fancy pins. If it costs over like a dollar fifty, I just can't, I just can't use it. And I can only write in black. I like the Onyx Micro. I think I've told you that. Get, a, get those. Onyx Micro? Those are, you have a lot yeah. of writing OCD, Ty. I don't know, Carol. You have a, a $600 curling iron blow dryer combo. I don't know. The Onyx I Micro, afford. I think it's like $12 for a box of, like, it's a normal cost pen. It's like a box of pens for $12 for like $10. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Maybe at the Office Depot they have it. Yeah, Maybe it's this. It's not a fancy pen. Oh, I can use yeah, that. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. I like that. I used to this use is like my favorite. Sorry. I'm going to go to Office Depot. I bet they have it there. Yeah, fun time. Um, and you said so it's called the what? The Onyx. Unimal Onyx. Onyx. I, micro is just the smallest point. There's fine and medium, okay. but I like the micro. So, D, by the way, you were up, yeah. absolutely right about the standard for uh, defamation. Yeah, for for malice, for actual malice. Yeah, actual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Recklessly not knowing something, but yeah. that means. So I was thinking about it, like recklessly Reckless not knowing is like dark. Like it, it basically means like deliberately not knowing. Like damn it, <laughs> pretending you don't know something. 
Oh. When you obviously do, like, I think the you, idea, yeah. like, close with, your eyes. I think the idea with reckless disregard for whether or not something is true is like the idea that something is so extreme that, that like, and you don't even bother to try and fact check it. You just run with it anyway. Um, yeah. Like, so one of Sydney Powell's sources, I believe, th- said she got her information from like a drug induced coma or some shit like that. Um, and like, when, when, <laughs> When like that's the basis for your claim, and you just run with it anyway. That's that's how you know you done fucked up. I've, I've Man, so I, I can't oh. believe I had such a brain bad. Sorry, that's it. It's okay. I like. I had that. I'm like, I have the idea in my head, and it's gonna come out good. And then I was like, but wait, are you high? Because we don't do that to you. Um, I'm totally <laughs> sober, and it does that to me, and I do that all the time. So don't feel bad. Uh, I was listening to a couple people who like teach. You know, they basically you know, teach law classes and they were talking about like how they handle defamation, especially when it comes to media outlets in like their, their syllabus. And they like, they're like, we couldn't even, I couldn't even use the Fox news defamation suit because it's so fucking easy. Like it, you know, there's actual clear cut, yeah, cut and dry evidence that they knew they were fucking lying. And it would be like a remedial class if we use this is an example. Well, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't require you to like actually look into it and use some critical thinking. It's all there because, you know, some things are kind of maybe gray and you're like, well, I need to read up or look more, you know, to try to, to form a, you know, conclusion. But this is so like you wouldn't be teaching them anything in that class, you no, know, like a, not not if they use this as an example, because it's not like it's 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 one thing to get it wrong. But that wasn't the problem. Like Fox News could have like got it, gotten the facts wrong and been in the clear because mistakes are made like no one's 100 percent accurate all of the time. But the problem here is like everyone on the fucking network knew it was they were full of shit. Rupert Murdoch himself. Yep. So he was deposed and like, we haven't really gotten the details of, of that deposition yet, but I'm sure when that comes out, we're, we're going to discover that Rupert Murdoch himself knew it was bullshit and the shit flow down here. Willful was- ignorance. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a, that's a different yes. standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the thing with Rupert Murdoch is he knows like that they're all full of shit just like knowing that everyone at fox was required to be vaccinated and there was a log of whether they were vaccinated that they had to comply with while his people were on the air he knows every there's not uh, one thing that goes on you no. can't fucking stomp on a cup fucking roach in the building without I mean, we we know rupert what fox murdoch. is about like rupert murdoch himself is on the record it's you can google this saying we have to do whatever we can to help republicans win and that sums up what fox news is about like again like you know you're listening to this podcast and you're like well you guys are fucking biased like you 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 lean democratic all you do is suck joe biden's dick and yes it's true while i do you know, regularly suck Joe Biden's dick. Like, I'm not out here lying to you. Like, this information is semi-factual. I'm not pulling it out of the crack of my ass. Like, it's the information. I, I give you my personal slant on it. But, like, I'm not making up anything. These fuckers are, like, literally on the fucking TV show, like, saying one thing, and then as soon as the show is, like, cut, 
Then they text the other hoes like, damn, that was some fucking bullshit, huh? Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, if you just read our text between, like, me and Ty and Carol, all we talk about is how fucked up the Republican Party is. So, like, we're at least we're giving you the same thing in public as we share with each other in private. Except for maybe some nudes. Yeah. Uh, That's a joke. I was going to say we talk about Ty's boobs, but... (laughs) Oh, she can't see my boobs right now. We have Instagram for that. It's fine. Um, Yeah, so, look. All right. Do either of you? Yeah, it's getting late. Do either of you have a shithole of the? I think we've been doing this for an hour. Do either of you have a shithole of the week award? Uh, a candidate Ron for the shithole. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> it can't be Ron DeSantis every week. It can't be Ron DeSantis. We've done him twice already. Well, we haven't oh, done him. It probably like, can't he's... be Musk again either, right? Saying no, that. Uh, no. Saying no that Dilbert is Dilbert is uh oh, really the one who's being discriminated God. against, and and the oh. the media is is God. racist against whites. I, oh. I I don't want to talk about the Dilbert guy. Shithole of the week. I yelled at him on Twitter a couple years ago for being like a racist jack shit. Um, yep. So I've already done yeah, my I've part. Heard he's got a history of got like a, it's, it's nothing new. Saying some wild shit. Yeah, like, Scott Adams. I wore his ass out. Um, talking about oh yeah, you're a fucking mediocre white man, and and you write the you know. A cartoon about the most mediocre white man in the history of that's true comic strips that's- and then like oh yeah how long did it take for you to even get a black guy in in the comic strip how many years how many decades was that yep so been there done that um ty do you have a nominee for the shithole of the week award i tried but carol squashed that oh. <laughs> sorry yeah, DeSantis is. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's all yeah. the shitholes. I mean, I can just pick one. I think I did DeWine last week, so that's like off the you list. You know what? I'm going to give it to that fucking Alaska representative who said that it's financially beneficial to the country if kids die of abuse and neglect. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then he literally, he literally said, and this was due during a judiciary hearing. Not a hot mic, not in some private conversation where you're revealing how awful you was. He said it dead ass serious in testimony before the Judiciary Committee. He says, well, obviously it's bad for the child, but it's a societal benefit. And then he went into some numbers like this motherfucker put thought into it, like how much it would save Alaska. He goes, because, you know, we won't have to cover that cost taking care of them. What the fuck? Yeah, I can't think of anybody worse than that off the top of my head. So yeah, you were hereby nominated the shithole of the week award, you fucker from Alaska. Speakers. Seconded. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, all right. In celebration of our 50th episode of the Part of the Insurrection podcast, we're gonna play a little game with between Carol and Ty. It's called Name That Santo Scandal. We could play this game every week. So so I I'm gonna ask each of you to to go back and forth and name either one George Santo scandal or lie. And the first one to get to three wins. So, Carol, I'll what? let you wait, go. Wait, get to three what? Yeah, the the ah. first one to get to to name three George Santos scandals and or lies is the winner 
Uh, well, you know what? I guess okay. it's not fair for me to let. I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, who, <laughs> Carol, do you, would you like heads or tails? Heads. You love head, Carol. Uh, it is heads. You nailed it. You called it. All right. You get to go first. Name a George Santos scandal slash lie. Go. Okay. Puppy mail fraud. Um. Bing, 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 bing. Ty, name a George Santos scandal slash lie. Broadway producer. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh my God, his resume. Bing, 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 bing. All right, okay. Carol, it's 1-1. One, one. It's, it's tie ball game. Name a George Santos scandal. He's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> They write bigger checks when they think you're one of them. <laughs> Direct quote, I bing, think. Bing, 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 <laughs> I can't imagine how horribly offensive you must find it to have someone, like, lie about being Jewish, but, like, the other direction, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, all right, Ty, name a George Santos scandal. I'm wealthy. Bing, 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 bing. All right, it's 2-2. Carol, you can win it all right here if you get this next answer correct. Name that Santo scandal. Go. I'm not a drag queen. I was just having fun as a kid. Carol, you are our winner of the George Santos scandal game. I'm waving my arms, waving my arms. Damn it, I was going to say I'm human. (laughs) I'll share my prize of what is it? What is it? What is it? Fuck, I don't know. I guess you get to do the notes for next week's episode. Uh, Ty, sorry, you lost. Well, you could have went with you. Well, because Carol said that he's Jewish, you could have just said he's Jewish. So that would have been. No, that's oh, a double. He did say Jewish. <laughs> and was the- well, the first time he said Jewish. So you know, and yeah. he was half black. Uh, well, and and we'll have plenty oh, more George damn, Santos. I forgot he went Dozal, man. Yep, Dozal. Yep. It, well, we'll have plenty more of the George Santos scandal game next week. Uh, tune in, kids, uh, for for that fun. She's probably wishing she'd run for Congress. Event. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, do either of you have any closing thoughts this evening? I'm good. Thanks for oh. thanks for thanks for looking at my notes. <laughs> Great closing thoughts there. You are welcome. You are welcome. All right, Ty, how about you? Um, Keep your head up. Stay strong. This has been an insane month. And February is the shortest, so I guess they figured they need, you know, to pack in all the fuckery. In 28 um, days, yeah. They available. Yeah, because uh-huh. they were th- going to be two, three days short this month. So um, just... Take a break. Take a break. Take some time. Get yourself together. Plug off. Woosa. Yeah. Breathe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And buy my book. Buy both of them, actually. Because they're right. both really good. Buy Ty's <laughs> books and sign up for Ty's uh, Substack. Okay, Carol. Yes. Well, you have to, <laughs> Ty, I'm sorry. You have to tell them what the the title of the book is. <gasps> oh, are. I have to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a good start. Oh, no. it's under- <laughs> Yeah, and it's under a pen name, so you have to also yeah. have to give them that. 
So, so buy yourself a copy of The Consequence of Choice by T.R. Armstrong at yes, Barnes & Noble the, near you online. Or, or The Power of Perspective, which is the first book. And I actually think that one is better to read first because it was – I wrote it when I was just coming out of a really dark place and starting to stand in myself and realize that I was stronger than I gave myself credit for. And I think it's super, super inspiring. Um, It's available on amazon.com, the power of perspective, gaining clarity, purpose, and truth through affirmation and at barnesandnoble.com. It's also on Kobo. And we'll try to give you a link Um, to that in the show notes. And also um, the consequence of choice as well. Um, it's just really a look at how things affect the choices that we make and how to know when we're going in a direction that isn't necessarily positive and how to kind of turn that, turn that around, turn it on its um, face, so to speak. And my sub stack, it's the world as I see it. And yeah, subscribe to that shit. I, <laughs> I, I I love it. You know, I, I really, really do because I'm able to use my voice and just, you know, input my perspective into what I'm writing and give you guys uh, just a look into my insane membrane, I guess you can say, and just see, you know, how I view things and, and you know, certain situations and, you know, everything from history to anecdotal stuff. It's all there. Fun times. All right. For my closing thoughts, I usually had try to have something unique and insightful to just to say every time we do this. Um, and, and <laughs> well, and you're going to be shit out of luck this time, uh, except for to mention that, uh, it's February. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll notice I've, I've, <laughs> I've spent very little time talking about Black History Month. And there's kind of a reason for that. It's not that I'm like, not proud of Black History or the month or just the celebration of, like people's accomplishments or whatnot, but it's, it's just that man, like as I've gotten older and like the commercialization of this month and, and just the idea that like, Oh, you know, <laughs> black culture exists only to be maligned by a, a group of people or, or the, to have our excellence and our accomplishments celebrated. But I just want to let you know, man, <sighs> we don't always have to celebrate black excellence it's fucking damn near impossible just to be black and mediocre. Do you know how hard it is just to get to the point where you black and you just not struggling every goddamn day? <laughs> like you just try to make it through. You don't realize how difficult it is, how, how difficult our lives are sometimes, the kind of bullshit we have to deal with, the shit we put up with, the things we see in the news and the media and just like the, some of the just unspoken trauma that, that gets inflicted upon us, just living in this society, going about our day. And sometimes I just, just let us have a break. All right. It's tough out here for your peoples, man. But I uh, appreciate you listening to the podcast. And that concludes this episode of Pour on the Interaction. <laughs>